Welcome to The Stare Down, sports talk and real estate with Sean Carpenter of Coldwell Banker in Columbus, Ohio, Bill Rissa of Fidelity National Title in Tampa, Florida, and Todd Meininger of Cummins, Georgia. Listen in as they discuss the week in sports and toss in a pinch of real estate too. Now your hosts, Sean, Todd and Bill. Hey, greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Stare Down. It's our weekly sports talk and real estate show where a couple friends get together and talk about sports and a little bit of real estate while they're drinking beers on a Sunday or Monday or Tuesday night. Happens to be Sunday night. I'm Sean Carpenter in Fort Mill, South Carolina, coming to you from the road with my two good buddies, Bill Risser in St. Pete, Florida, Todd Meininger in Cumming, Georgia. Missing tonight is our good friend, Shea Brewer. He is on the road in Vegas tonight. So that's why he's not with us. I think we can all understand, but let's just check in with the boys and see what they're doing tonight. See what they're drinking tonight. Let's start with Todd and coming Georgia. Todd, what's going on? Hey, Sean, uh, Bill. Good, good evening. Happy Sunday. Um, standard fare for me, Sean. I'm, I'm enjoying a hop hash, uh, Sweetwater Brewing Company uh, here in Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia. Um, <clears throat> good weekend. Actually, uh, I, for, I forgot to hype it up last week, but, uh, I was in city finals in the um, Alta Atlanta Lawn and Tennis Association for uh, for our team. We ended up getting crushed by these really good young twenty four year old, twenty five year old, twenty two year old kids. Um, and gosh, it's so funny how bitter uh, us mid forty and fifty year old people get. Um, a couple of the uh, the teammates were going. They're so young. I'm like, this league is 18 and over. So I mean, <laughs> yes, they're young, but they're also really, really good. So uh, fun weekend. Uh, watch a lot of sports. And um, again, glad glad to be here with you guys this Sunday evening. Todd, just tell everybody you lost to the Bryan brothers, right? Uh, <laughs> I, I was actually um, I was actually uh, the, the fifth seed. Uh, I guess the, it's a mixed mixed doubles. We were number fives, um, and it did not get down to the. Uh, get down to the fives. We got, we got swept three, three, nothing. So I didn't even have to put on shoes this weekend, Sean. All right. All right. Well, Hey man, but you, you probably enjoyed the camaraderie and the, just the, uh, the thrill of the hunt, right? Absolutely. And everyone's like, Oh my God, are you nervous? It comes down to you. And I said, if it comes down to me, that means two other of our teams lost. So, uh, <laughs> my, my point is no more important, uh, than others. It's just the last one to be played. Right. So all perspective, Todd. If it gets That's to you, it. that means somebody else messed up above you. Yes. I was really wanted to get me. I enjoy that that spotlight, but uh, unfortunately, it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, you know, and we'll talk about that that spot, so to speak. Not fifth; it could be twelfth spot, but we'll talk about that in a couple of weeks when we talk about the Ryder Cup. Uh, every guy on that team, European or, or American, uh, is going to be wanted to come down to their match. It just that's just the that's what you hope for, right? That's what you dream of as a kid. Let's talk about our other our, our long time every episode. Uh, Participant Bill Risser, what's going on down in St. Pete? Hey boys, uh, first of all, my drink of choice is out of Atlanta, Georgia, as well. Uh, <laughs> Diet Coke. So, <laughs> so uh, one of those long weekends for me. Uh, I, I'm just not as um, seasoned as the two of you when it comes to the uh, heavier beers. Uh, but uh, played played a little golf today over at West Chase with Anthony Malafronte. Sean, you know him well. Shot my number, which is a, a pretty good day. I was a zero, which is good which turns into be about an 85, um, which, which is sad, but I had a lot of fun. Our, our winner in this event was plus 10. So he's a nineties, high nineties golfer who shot 87 today. And 
took home a cool $240 for his efforts. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, and, and we're having, um, we had a great weekend here. We got a little bit of a thunderstorm about an hour ago, but it was nice and sunny and humidity was only in the fifties today, Mm. which Mm. is in Phoenix are going what, but here in in Florida, that's beautiful weather. So beautiful. How about you, Sean? I know you're on the road. You're on the road. Yeah, I'm on the road. So I apologize about the sound to all of our listeners you know, as a podcast aficionado myself, I know sometimes sound is a big difference in, in a great podcast and a good podcast. Billy, your setup looks sweet there. You got the spit guard, you got the new mic. Tell us about your boom mic and everything you got there. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm starting another podcast, number three, which <laughs> I got to say that quietly. So Cindy doesn't hear it. Um, <laughs> uh, and so what I've done is uh, I've upgraded my microphone to an audio technica AT2020 USB uh, I've got a pop filter on it, a little boom arm. I've got some headphones. So because Molly McKinley and I, and I know you know Molly well, Sean, great lady up with uh, first.io. She's out of Durham, North Carolina. We're going to do a podcast, a uh, weekly podcast, a 15 minute little podcast. That's all about, um, all about relationships. How's that? Yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll have a future guest that talks about that. Uh, so <laughs> I just want, but I want to share a story real quick, Sean, before you, before you, uh, you tell us where you're at and what you're doing with your daughter. Um, this is, I'm, I'm at golf today and I, I tell this guy, he, he goes, you're, you're too up. You're too friendly. And it's the guy that plays in my regular group. His name is, uh, Joe Carney, uh, a Philly retired corporate attorney living down here with his, his grandkids are close by. He's having the time of his life and he's just a grumpy Philly guy. Right. In fact, I call him that, you know, grumpy Philly guy. And, um, uh, he, uh, he said, I said, dude, I, I, I just go through life, you know, like my friend says, you're trying to build relationships, solve problems and have funds. And all he said was F you. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want you to know that in Philly, that they're still just as strong as they always were. So and trademark, right? Bowl. Right. It's from the Super Bowl, right? Come on, lighten up. Lighten up. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, Todd. So, hey, boys, yeah, I'm on the road, so I apologize. I'm, I'm coming to you guys from a landline. Uh, actually, I'm on. I'm almost probably, what, 80% of the way there, but uh, Riley is starting uh, her sophomore year at University of South Carolina. She moves into the sorority house tomorrow. So we got an early start on the uh, move-in. We drove down today to Fort Mill, South Carolina, just south of the Charlotte um, city, uh, about 10 miles inside of the state of South Carolina. Uh, checked into the hotel here, had dinner with a good friend of mine, Joe Estes, who's been a longtime friend. We, we talked tonight, 29 and a half years we've known each other. He's a, a fellow fraternity brother of, of mine and Todd from South Carolina's chapter. Uh, he was president when I was president of the fraternity in Gainesville, um, and we've been friends ever since. And it's just been, uh, Riley calls him Uncle Joe, uh, just just one of those great relationships to have where if, if anything ever happens at, at, at South Carolina, you know, bad weather or cross closure or whatever. I know she can drive up to Joe's house and, and hang out with him. Um, just a great dude. And so we met up with him and then we'll drive in tomorrow morning uh, to get her moved into the sorority house before uh, new member recruitment. Todd, you, we used to call it rush, um, but they call it new <laughs> member recruitment now. Um, and then I'm a, I'll be heading back, circling back through Knoxville for a speaking gig. We'll talk about that at the end of the show um, uh, on the way back. But yeah, so a, a good day. Uh, Riley's first time. Riley got a new car from her grandpa. Um, mm. First time driving kind of on a freeway by herself. And so we just kind of took it slow. Uh, and so Bill will talk at the end. But <laughs> the blog tomorrow is all about, you know, respecting the speed limit and just kind of going slow and not not worrying about it. But all things considered, you know, guess what? We got here nice and easy and uh, had a great day. So, um, so let's, let's talk some sports, guys. Talk, hey, go so, ahead. You want, you want to yeah, yeah. 
somewhere in my closet, I have a, a CD and a t-shirt, a cup of Joe CD and t-shirt. Uh, yeah. Talking about your boy Joe. So anyway. Yeah. You know what? I, I need to talk to Joe because I, you know, you heard the, those of you listeners, you heard the intro that, that Bill set up the, the nice little Australian introduction. Um, but if we ever need some bump music, I'm sure the guys from Cup of Joe would, would authorize us to use a little mm. uh, hippie girl or a little something, a little bumping music. So maybe we need to work that out, Bill. And uh, maybe, maybe for, for season two uh, of the, of the episodes when we get to 130, whatever that might be, uh, would be kind of cool because I, I, Cup of Joe's, you know, they're, they're good friends. Todd, um, Bill is friends with Darius Rucker. He actually used to help Darius write some music back when he was in school at wow. USC together. Wow. Um, and so, uh, one of the football games I came down to, um, I got into Darius's private tailgate party. Darius owns some, some, a little piece of land right near the stadium. It's mm-hmm. all boxed off in private where his tour bus can park and he can <clears> walk <throat> to the stadium. It's, it's kind of neat. So neat little, um, brush of greatness there by having that connection. So cool. So I'm drinking a, a Hopium IPA. It's out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. So I thought I'd just pick up a little local beer on, on the way down. After I drop Riley off at school tomorrow, I'll pick up a couple of my local favorites from South Carolina and head back to Knoxville. But guys, let's talk some sports. I want to start with the uh, the tournament that was just up the street from me, uh, and that was the uh, Bridgestone. Yeah, the Bridgestone Invitational is what it's called. It's part of the World Golf Championships. It's the last time it's going to be there. Been there, you know. They've been, the the PGA Tour has been at some form or fashion in Akron at Bridge at uh, at Firestone for almost sixty years. Nicholas won a PGA there. Uh, a lot of great winners there. Tiger's won eight times there. Um, Rory's won there. You know, Jordan's won there. All the the big names have won there over the history. Um, we saw a guy that that once again, Bill. We've talked about it for years. Who's that next guy? But there's a guy who's won three. Um, Three three tournaments this year, and you know, Justin Justin Thomas um, heading into a defending champion at the PGA next week in Bell Reeve, um, a nice little entry, and then obviously a couple other players that stepped up, and you know, obviously it's a it's a tournament, it's kind of an all star tournament because it's invitational only, but we saw some big names up on the leaderboard. We saw Rory, we saw Jason Day, we saw Tiger for a while, and he quickly fell off over the weekend. We can talk about that, but let's just get your guys' thoughts on the overall tournament, Justin. Thomas, I believe, wins by four. I didn't. I didn't see the last putt. Did he make the putt on eighteen? Yeah, four by four. So he won by four. Um, so Justin Thomas wins heading into to the PGA Championship. What were your thoughts, Bill, on what you saw at Firestone? Obviously, just I'll tell you what we saw. We saw power on display. The course was set up. It's a it's a typical Midwest course, but it's very tree lined, as you can tell when you show the overhead shot. You can see the entire course in one view of the course it's very up and down yep. very back and forth yep. um but it's tree lined and if you miss it in the trees you really don't have a chance to get to the green so off center shots were penalized but long drives were were rewarded so let's talk there bill is maybe the setup well i think yeah let's, let's stay with the uh, long drives that that behind the tee box shot on 18 <laughs> there is always one of the best um yeah, because most of the times when you see the behind the scenes, you kind of have a sense of how what the hole's doing. Now we know because we've watched it for so long; it's a dogleg left, but there, there's nothing to aim at. There's like no aiming point other than a tree, right? Not there's not something in the distance. There's nothing. There's no building. There's no anything. Maybe a cloud passing by. It's interesting to watch him hit that. And um, <clears throat> you know, Rory, Jason, 
Justin, uh, even Tiger was having some fun with the, the drivers this week. And, to, you know, you, you, you would put some things, we talked about it on, you know, we text and tweet during the, during these tournaments, uh, that, that, <laughs> the, the number of 300, like every single drive, Dustin and uh, I think Justin hit this uh, today, we're all over 300, right? <clears throat> and Rory, for example, 26 drives over 320 yards in this tournament. So that, that's a whole nother level. Even Nick Faldo was having some fun with that going, we got to do something about this. This just, this ain't right. Because there were drives 396, 410 on 18, mm-hmm. where you know they had 77 yards left. And remember, most of those tournaments at tiger one he was hitting mid irons into that green it's a tough green to hit with a mid iron it ain't so hard from 77 yards as long as you yeah and you know, bill let me just say something that course you know you play westchester right on a weekly basis you know todd your local place where you play the the, the town you know the little neighborhood where you live in um that course is so tree-lined like to hit it 320 is not there's a couple holes that are straight ahead, but a lot of them are dog legs where you have to play it up over trees to hit that distance. And if you hit it 320 into the trees, who cares, right? Because right. a lot of the you, you said DJ and and you said Rory, you know, 320. Every every tee shot that Rory hit yesterday, all 14 par fours or par fives was over 300. Um, wow. So not only do they have to hit it because if you hit a tree and you get knocked down, it might be 285. But it's not three. But every one was at least three hundred. That's crazy. Yeah, they. It, it, I don't know why you know we don't see this. It's weird. I, I think the ladder of the course um, kind of dictates how how these guys can play. And obviously, uh, the big hitters, the bombers, felt like you know there was enough the fairways were wide enough, whatever it was, that they were going to make the you know take the chance. Uh, and they were amazing. You know, yeah. Every now and then, are they hitting out of the trees? Absolutely, They're hitting out of the rough. And the rough was pretty penal. I think it was a good setup for next week of the PGA because they're going to have that rough up there a little bit. Uh, so uh, I saw quite a few shots that couldn't be advanced the way they like to advance them. And that's always fun to see too. But you know, a lot of, yeah. um, just, just, you know, what can you say? I, I think that's Justin's ninth win in 112 starts or something like that. That's impressive. That's a clip that, that matters. Um, but yeah. he's just, he's, he's just gotta he's got to keep going. He's got, so, so he's got less majors than Jordan, obviously. But um, does he have how many how many less wins does he have than Jordan? Well, I don't know. Who's hey, looking at up, me or you, Todd? I'll what? look up. I'll look up Spieth. You look up JT. He'll yeah, right, be, because I, I just think you know it's um it those two guys are good. They're good friends. A lot of those guys are friends. Look, look. I mean, Ricky played great on Saturday. Um, Todd, let's let's get your thoughts because you know Tiger once again puts himself kind of in position, but just could not. Usually this year he's been great on Saturdays. And he just could not make anything happen on Saturday. He just, you know, the par fives, he, he would stumble on the tee shot or the approach shot and did a great job of saving pars, but did not, um, did not get to the birdie eagle position he needs to be. Yeah. yeah and, and by the way, George Spieth has 11 career wins. And on nine on the PGA tour for Justin. And so. I think Jordan's got three okay. majors. And Justin has one. Does that sound right? One. Yep. He's That's got correct, j- yeah. just the PGA. Yep. Yeah. So, um, so Sean, I didn't watch too much uh, yesterday. Um, obviously, b- busy losing um, a tennis match, uh, watching, watching lose a tennis match. But, um, <laughs> loser. <laughs> right. 
But 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 I was I was I was watching Fleetwood closely uh, this weekend. He was in our weekly pool. He was our choice, and uh, he was eleven under going into Saturday. And then he was one of the few guys. I think he shot a seventy four on Saturday. Yeah. Um, and then he, and then he doubled eighteen today. To he would have finished six or seven. Um, <clears throat> so by the time I, I knew Tiger was kind of kind of knocking around, uh, but I didn't I didn't see much of his. Um, is his round this week? Uh, no, so. nobody did this this weekend. <laughs> yeah, Tiger wasn't on too much uh, this week, and that's and that's what I noticed. Also, you guys know well, um, Fleetwood was all over the first five six holes on Saturday, and then you never saw him again once yep. he started dropping shots. Um, it, it goes quickly, yep. so I might be frozen. All right. Yeah, no, that, that, that's the big um, the, the big thing you can tell if you if you were sitting in a restaurant or a clubhouse at a, at a at a golf course, Bill, when they don't show Tiger every shot, you know he's not in contention. Yeah. They, they clearly, at some point, the director makes the decision, let's go to other golfers, um, which I know frustrates a lot of the true fans that just want to see every good shot. You know, there, there's really no reason why they couldn't show almost every shot live. And that's why it's so, it's like a tell in poker, Todd, where when they say, let's go to the, you know, they're, out, they're, they're following everybody on the fifth, sixth, and seventh holes, and they say, let's go to 14 to see yeah. what Webb Simpson does. It's like, well, I, I'm going to guess he's going to chip in because yeah. there'd be no other reason to show it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, I think more and more you hear the announcers are now saying, Hey, this just happened. They're, they're letting you know, they're kind of saying, Hey, we want to take yeah. you out here. And, um, but you're right. Back in the day, there was a little more of that. It yeah. Was, but yeah. Bill, look, you, you know, when you finish today, like, you know, you guys start as a shotgun start there at the Westchester event. Well, um, West Chase. Sometimes West you're Chase, the, yeah. Or West Chase, West yeah. Chase. Sometimes you're the first person in, sometimes you're the last person in. But let's just say you're one of those first few people in. If you finish about 2.30, everyone else that pulls in, the first question they ask is, how's Tiger doing? Nobody says, yep. how's Rory doing? How's Webb Simpson doing? How's, how's, how's Matt Kuchar doing? Nobody asks that question. Nope, you're right. Our, our generation, it is, how's Tiger? Whether yep. you hate him or you like him, he is the barometer yeah. by what you judge the tournament. True or false? Oh, absolutely true. Absolutely true. Yep. It, it, look, he, uh, he, he, he did for the game what Arnie and Jack did in the 60s. He just did it in the uh, 2000s, right? So he, he reinvented the game and re-energized the game and brought a whole other level of, of uh, fan to the game and a whole lot more money to the game. He just did it 40 years after those other two guys did it. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. By the way, did you guys see the, the, t- the tweet I sent you guys? Uh, with uh, Jack and Lee Trevino yeah. and Gary Player. Yeah. And how, how lucky is Jerry Pate? Seriously, how lucky is Jerry Pate to be grouped into that foursome at the 3M Championship with those guys? Yeah, how cool is that? Very cool. Yeah. Hey, Sean, so, you were, um, Yeah, go ahead, Todd. Yeah, you, you, were, you were driving, and I don't know if you're jumping to the end, but um, so Justin Thomas won uh, by four strokes. We, we already mentioned that. But, Bill, I'm sure you saw it. Uh, I'm a human interest guy, and um, the, so JT had not only his parents there, but his grandparents there, right? So um, a usually pretty stoic guy, uh, you know, he was visibly, uh, uh, b- b- visibly happy, and I don't think his grandparents have ever seen him win a, a PGA Tour event. Uh, but what I thought was really cool was, I think his dad's a teaching pro, if I'm not mistaken, but his grandfather played in the 1960 PGA Championship. Yeah, um, so yeah. I thought that was pretty a pretty cool story. That is very cool. Yeah, that uh, it was nice seeing him give his grandpa a hug afterwards, right when he was coming off the green. That was very yeah. cool. Yeah, very that was nice. awesome. Yep. 
So obviously we saw some big names. Uh, DJ had a nice little run there. Todd, you kind of threw up some some text me letting him, you know he was you know he was he was going low, coming off his win in Canada. Um, you know, no cut in this event, so there's a little different pressure. You know, they're not that they're in some big mecca like a Vegas or a LA or New York City, but they're in Akron, so kind of a relaxed family atmosphere. Uh, no cut. Everyone's guaranteed money. Um, you know, it's interesting to see the way some people move on Saturday, some people move on Sunday. Um, but heading into the PGA, um, going to be a hot, steamy uh, tournament. What are you guys thinking you're going to see this week in St. Louis, Bill? A- any predictions early? Maybe we'll this will be maybe a good time to do a midweek uh, podcast for our last major. Uh, maybe we'll, we'll get on on Wednesday night and, and after we sort of see what what the look of the course is and the length of the course and what we're hearing from the Golf Channel folks, but. Who do you like going in? Because obviously there's the people you always want to root for, the Coochers and the and the and the, the Roar and the uh, Rickies, but but and, and the Tigers, right? Because everyone's picked Tiger every week. They're like, this is this week, this week, and he just he can't close it. So, are you picking someone that's won before? Because all all you know this this year we've had one repeat winner. That's Kepka. We've had two new winners, and that's Reed and, and Molinari. Hi. I don't know how you don't think Justin Thomas is going in as the odds-on favorite, right? Um, playing as well as he did. Uh, DJ had a wonderful – Yeah, and DJ had a great Sunday, so I think he's rounded into shape. I think you just go with the, the top players, um, the top young guns in the world. Jason Day played well. Rory, you know, found a bit of his game. He's, they kept talking about his distance control with his irons. If he gets that figured out, he's right there. So um, – I think it's going to be, and you throw Ricky in that mix. Like uh, we don't want to get Todd upset, so we got to throw Ricky in the mix. I think it's going to be one of those guys. I really do. I don't think it's going to be an off the, off the board, you know, um, kind of a win. I don't think it's a Y Yang. I think it's going to be someone that we're uh, pretty comfortable with. A multiple tour winner's okay. going to win it. Yeah, that's my take. That's an early early call. Todd, yeah. what do you? What, what's your thoughts? Um, I again, Bill hit on the head. JT's playing well. Um, DJ the last two weeks playing pretty pretty darn good. Um, uh, Jason Day, Bill, you knew, you probably heard this. He was five over the final five holes. Today. Yeah, yeah, he so stumbled he, in. Yeah, he he left some money uh, money on the table for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you, you got to think, uh, and maybe he's taking the the Mickelson tack, uh, but you got to think Ricky's going to break through and. You got to think he's going to win more than one. Um, so uh, it, it'll be interesting. I, I agree with Bill. I don't. I don't think a uh, someone's going to sneak up on this thing. I think it's going to be one of the uh, blue chip of that. Sean, you've been you've Sean, you've done. Scott, you, I don't think, I, yeah, I was going to say Sean's done Scott, well on this. He'll throw a name out there that we aren't thinking of. What's your name this this uh, tournament, Sean? Well, I'll need to think about that before Wednesday's show. But right. I, you know, there's there's obviously there's somebody out there. I agree that you know a name that I like because of the karma he gave this week is Tony Finau. Mm. Um, yeah, I saw your story. I that think was great. his 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 game is so solid for for Bell Reeve. Um, it, long hitter, uh, high ball hitter. You know his his ball flight, his ball striking is is all built around the high ball into the greens, um, and that's why he struggles at some courses because he just sometimes doesn't carry the bunkers. Um, but there was a pretty cool thing on PGA Tour uh, Twitter this week where he met a, a fan after the match and. Um, said, well, Hey, how, how would you like to get a whole new outfit, you know, on me? And he took her to the little, uh, you know, the souvenir tent and bought her a shirt and a hat and, and, and some swag. And it was, it was really, it was just one of those cool touching moments, you know, that, that you just, you, you, you know, for him, the $250 or whatever it was, was just a drop in the hat for his, 
guaranteed money this week, right. but it's just kind of a cool thing. So I'll, I'll, I'll say Finau as my, as my, as my name early, right? Hey, there's no par three competition, uh, the PGA, right? We yeah, right. <laughs> right. No, no hole in one jogging. Uh, and He'll be fine. Him. He'll be fine. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's still so Bill, Let me ask you this, Bill, you know, the PGA tour, I think, and the, and the tour is trying to do something about it. This is the hundredth PGA championship. Um, they're moving the timing of it next year. It's going to slide up in the, in the rotation to May, right? Bill, if you, if you, if you relate it to tennis, um, which, what's the PGA tour major of, of the tennis matches, Australian, just because so early. I know I'd say Australian. Yeah. Of the three you think about it. Yeah. Roland Garros has its own special place. Wimbledon is uh, for me, is probably the masters. masters. Yeah. yeah. And then U S open is the U S open. US open. Yeah. So I think, yeah. The French is the British, right? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. the fourth major. We know that. Yeah. And, and so, it, you know, but it is still a major and yeah. there's not a single player that's won it. Jimmy Walker, Justin Thomas, you know, that, that doesn't say that doesn't get introduced as a major champion. Davis love the third is a major champion. Mm-hmm. And it was yeah. just one, I mean, one tournament. McKeel. Right. There you go. Sean McKeel. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So it just, it, it, it obviously is a feather in the cap. I mean, obviously Jordan is going to try like hell to win it because it becomes his grand slam. Right. Um, but every player on the tour, whether it's Ricky Fowler, whether it's Matt Kuchar, whether it's, you know, someone that's won a bunch, um, would love to, uh, Tiger would love to make this his 15th. Right. Yep. Oh, sure. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So watch. All right. Let's, let's switch guys. Let's switch gears to uh, football. We are getting into football season. Um, we, we saw our first pro football game of the year. In fact, let me, let me change that. The first football game was played this week. I didn't see a single snap of it. Uh, it was the Ravens versus the Bears. Um, preseason football just doesn't do it for me. Um, but let's talk about the Hall of Fame class of 2018. I'm just going to go through the, through the inaugural, the inaugurees, I guess is the word. Um, and just give me any thoughts. Bill, I want to start with you, Bobby Bethard. Uh, he's hmm. he got in as a contributor. Um, has I know. Four, I, four I know. Four championships to his name. Yeah, I actually know Bobby Bethard. I mean, I had to had the chance to chat with him a few times back in the, the uh, Charger Padre days for me because um, he was the uh, general manager of the Chargers when uh, Bobby Ross was there. Uh, he brought in um, uh, uh, Kevin – Help me with Kevin's last Gil, name. Gil, 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 Gil. Gilman or Gilford Gilbride. or Gilbride. Gilbride. Kevin Gilbride, Gilbride. Yep. yeah. So, um, yeah, Bethard was great. He, you know, he was a surfer from uh, California, right? He, he surfed like every morning before yeah. he came into the office. <laughs> so, cool. But he also was with the Skins. I'm trying to think of some other places he was when he won his championships. But a great guy. I think well-deserved uh, spot. All right. Next one up, Todd. Robert Brazil. You might be too young to remember. He was a linebacker, played for the Houston Oilers. Uh, back in the lovely blue days, um, uh, what do you remember about the Houston Oilers? If I, if I said that to you, Todd, you were—that was right on your. There's one thing. Kind of- <laughs> uh, I, I remember um, the uh, the famous uh, Bills uh, playoff game, right? That Ooh. was it, right? When Frank Reich, uh, they're down what twenty-eight, three, oh, thirty-five, nothing. I thought thirty-five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> you know yeah. what? That's was that in Nashville? Am I getting no. confusing? No okay, that was okay. And I also remember the, um, the love you blue, uh, and the, and the Houston Oilers theme song, which I will not, yeah, right? 
I do know that one. You got you got so. Bum Phillips and you got Bum, yeah, Earl yeah. Campbell, the 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 one guy I think that every every defensive player in the history of the league did not want to tackle. Exactly. <laughs> those, 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 those thighs. That's why he had so many big runs because people would be on their heels like, trying to tackle it. him, right? Screw it. I want to live. Yeah. yeah. Warren Moon was you know, they had Bruce, yeah. Bruce Matthews, uh, you know, one of the best line, linemen ever Clay, to play the game. Clay's dad, Clay right? Brother. Yeah. yeah. Clay's, Clay's brother. Or, yeah, well, um, uh, yeah. 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 Clay. <laughs> Clay Matthews and then Clay Matthews Jr. Yeah, right. Um, Brian Dawkins, safety, who played mostly at Philly, but then uh, finished in Denver. Um, and he talks about, you know, Brian Dawkins is one of those guys. I think we all knew, uh, but doesn't have any like highlights. You know, just just little survived though. a dude, long, dude was, long career. Dude was like five ten yeah. or five eleven, little guy, chip on his shoulder. Yeah, you know, yeah. A guy that when I saw his name on the list, I was kind of surprised. This is his first. You know, th- this is his year. Jerry Kramer. You know, it's a guy you've heard about. He's a guard mm, for the Green yep. Bay Packers. Mm. Played back, you know, obviously in the, in the days of with Bart Starr. Um, kind of surprised he, when I saw that he was going in this year. I'm like, how did he not get in? Was he just Is it one a of veterans? That, a veterans committee kind of move or something? Yeah. 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 Okay. Just um, interesting. Yeah. Um, all right, next one on the list, and we're just going alphabetically. Um, Ray Lewis, mm. linebacker, Baltimore, one of the first guys that really played for the same team his whole career. Um, thoughts on Ray Lewis? under you know college ball at miami um obviously a big asterisk on his career is that issue in atlanta the super bowl Um, in atlanta you know yeah yeah couple couple people dead um you know i know the the ray lewis haters um which i probably put myself more in that category than ray lewis fan um you know he he has a big black mark on his career with that alleged issue um, but obviously one of the best linebackers in the history of the game, right? Right. Sean, there, there, Todd, uh, I, uh, there's nothing alleged about it. He actually pled guilty to, uh, to, to something. Um, or was, something, yeah. And what was ironic is the two guys that didn't plead guilty were actually found not guilty. So he, he, uh, he, he, really? to play. yeah, yeah. It was really, it was really ironic. Um, you know what? He was young. Obviously, it's a horrible um, uh, mark on his career, but he didn't let him stop. It, it didn't stop him, right? He, he, he yeah. tried to move forward, tried to move forward and do positive things. Um, I wasn't a biggest fan, but boy, did I respect his energy and his drive and him being just a team leader, right? He just, he definitely was a leader out there. So um, kind of like you, not maybe his biggest fan, but certainly um, respect him as a football player, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, and, and Bill, you know, we, we, we go on a lot of events where we talk about leadership and Todd, you probably do in your, in your world of, of, you know, doors and hardware, but when you, if you just want to look at video of a, a leader on the field before the game, during the game on the field, uh, you know, Ray Lewis was a leader. Um, next one on the list, actually the next two. In fact, let me skip these two. Go to the last one. Brian Urlacher, a linebacker mm. out of Chicago. You know, you know, unbelievable football player, uh, another leader, you know, when you get that middle linebacker position. Thoughts on Brian Urlacher, Todd? He was a one-team guy also, right? He was a Bear. I don't think he played anywhere else, did he? Or did he yep. play later? Yeah. Nope. Um, only only Chicago. Dude, middle linebacker uh, just seemed to be in on every play, and he dated Jenny McCarthy. I mean, come on. That's, that's pretty, <laughs> pretty solid, right? Good for pretty him. solid. Yeah, Jeez. he gets he gets the he gets the Dustin Johnson award, right? Yeah, so good. Yeah, good, good, good. Okay, 
Bill, thoughts on Erlocker? Um, you know, just another in a long line of uh, great middle linebackers for the Bears. I mean, they just like yeah, the, that monster's the midway, right? Like the Penn State of the NFL, right? Just keep cranking out these great linebackers with Singletary Buckus, and Singletary, Buckus yeah. and, 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 and just amazing. Yeah. So I just you, yeah, fun to watch. So let's go to the last two guys in the class. Um, two of the probably you know in the history of the game, but in our generation, guys, as far as watching sports since we were you know eight or nine year olds um, to to today. Uh, two of the best wide receivers in the game as far as athleticism is, is Randy Moss and Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens. Mm. How do you want to pronounce it? Um, Terrell, yeah. 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 Randy Moss originally went to Florida State, ended up at Marshall. Terrell Owens, University of uh, Tennessee Chattanooga. Um, both wide receivers. Terrell, Terrell a little uh, different approach into the Hall of Fame. He did <laughs> not want to be in Kent. He chose not to be at the ceremony. He, he gave his own presentation. He did get in. He got voted in. Um, but he, he chose to accept the acceptance or whatever the terminology is and, and give a speech at, at his alma mater. Uh, Bill, what was your thoughts on what he said or just why he – like his approach? I mean, once again, it's, it's kind of T-O-B-N-T-O, right? Yeah, so you <laughs> took the words out of my mouth. T-O-B-N-T-O, he – Little little um, tweak that he wasn't a first ballot Hall of Famer. You look at his numbers, he is. But you know, look when you're kind of a an a hole to the uh, to the writers and to uh, just everybody else around the game, like To could be. It just kind of has an effect. It shouldn't, but it does. So yeah, he's making a statement. I'm glad he did something though. I'm glad he just didn't sit out. The fact that he did it at his alma mater is actually kind of cool. Uh, but but he didn't want to go for the dog and pony show. I mean, he just, he wanted to do his own thing and that's who he is. So it doesn't bother me. Um, but I'm also not, I'm never thinking about him. I just, he's just T.O. <laughs> so. Just, yeah. just a passionate guy, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Passionate. I mean, God, embarrassingly, I saw him on a couple episodes of dancing with the stars and he took that as seriously as, as you know, his NFL workout practices. <laughs> it's crazy. Right. Um, so just a passionate guy. And I don't, necessarily like the choice um but um you know i think tob and to is the exact perfect uh that that ties it in a bow and, and explains everything yep all right let's play a little game show here we're gonna go, we're gonna go uh bill i'm gonna give you the the first pick uh do you want to go with randy or with to i'll give you the first pick i'll take randy moss I knew I saw that. Okay, coming. We're Randy Moss. All right, so so Bill, here's your here's your job. Each of these players played for five NFL teams. But I'm going to give you four seconds to name a team that Randy Moss played for. Oakland. Okay, Todd. Minnesota. A team that Randy Moss played for. Minnesota. Okay, Bill. New England. Okay, Todd. Oh, I think I'm wrong, but Jacksonville. And- Bill, <laughs> hey, I called my I called my shot. Um, I don't know, Carolina. Eh. Oh, San Francisco! Damn it! Hey, hey, hey! I'm so, <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Was it, were you going to say Niners? <laughs> yes. Okay. Todd, yeah. Todd, you can win the match though by naming his last team he played for. Um, Toronto Argonauts. No, I. I, I, yeah. I it was just, Marshall. Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans. All right, Todd. Todd, it goes to you now. Same yes. thing. Let's go. T.O. played for five teams. Can wow. you name them? Name one. Uh, 
San Francisco. Dallas. Bill. Dang. Bill Dallas. said Dallas. I said Dallas. Todd. Put the phone down, Todd. <laughs> yeah, I'll, go, I'll, I'll go Cardinals, just a guess. No. Yeah. I know that's Bill? not it. Uh, Philly. Eagles. Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah, Super Bowl. Right. Played in the Super Bowl. Todd, any others? You, There's two you more. Just, you enjoy you making me look just... At, Todd, look at, look at your hat. No. <laughs> no, I'm That's screwed. Play for the Bills. No, I'm I totally forgot uh, about that. Giants. Yeah, one more, Bill. Giants. No, he played for the Bengals. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, hello, I, I get my last chance. I get my last chance. <laughs> On the way out the door, yeah. Yeah. Inter- right. I just thought it was interesting. If I, when I looked at the teams those guys played for, and I thought, gosh, I don't remember any of those. You know, like, no, I know. Um, yeah. yeah. All right, guys, really quick before we wrap up tonight. Hey, um, let me give you something in college football. I'll throw you a yeah, curve. Are you ready? Did you see ESPN name the top 20 college teams in I the did. last 20 years? Did you see this, Todd? Uh, I, I saw a blurb. So they, they are ranking the single season greatest teams. So number one, do you want to go through this real fast? This could wrap it up, Sean. You cool with that? Yeah. And we'll talk yeah, about that yeah. other stuff later if it develops. Um, number Number one? The 2005 okay. Texas Longhorns. Oh, no. wow. Oh, okay. Exactly. And so we're going to talk about this in a minute. The 2005 Texas Vince Young. Number yep. two, the 2008 Florida Gators. I like it. You like that. So where the hell is the 2001 Miami Hurricanes? Number three. And wow. I, I, I want to point something out really fast, um, as fast as I can. Do you know who was on that team? Do you know the names? Of- <laughs> uh, Lorenzo Highsmith. How about... Clinton Portis, Andre Johnson, Jeremy Shockey, Frank Gore, Willis McGahee, Ed Reed, Jonathan <laughs> Vilma, uh, who else? DJ Williams. I mean, it's just a, it's a who's who. There were seventeen wow. players went to the NFL off that team, and they're the yeah. third. I think I think and they're I think third. Part of their part of their yeah, but I think part of their curriculum was who did they play right? Well, maybe wasn't that part of their. Yeah. Possibly. And they lost They lost to Ohio State the next year. They were supposed to go back-to-back. And yeah, but the next year, though, but not, not with matter. those guys. Not right. with those guys, yeah. Um, and, then, and, and by the way, Bill, that Buckeye team, I think, was finished like 12th or something like that, right? Wow. Or in the, yeah. in the mix? Well, I'll tell you. It's number yeah. four, 2013 Florida State Seminoles. Uh, then you go to the tw- uh, 2004 USC Damn, Trojans. Huh. Yeah, USC Trojans, number uh, the 2004 what? USC Trojans. Liner. Liner. Uh, yeah. Liner. And, and then here comes, here comes the Crimson Tide. <laughs> Number six, the 2011 Tide. Number seven, the 2012 Tide. Number eight, the 2015 Alabama team. Uh, number nine, the 2009 Alabama team. Number 10, 99 Florida State. And that would have mm. been uh, uh, Chris Winkie. Warwick Dunn. Yeah, Warwick. Yeah, Peter Warwick. Wow. Peter Warwick, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got 11, the 2017 Alabama team. Huh. Uh, 2000, uh, number 12 is the 2016 Clemson Tigers. So that's... Mm. Uh, Who's, okay. You know, uh, uh, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Uh, 13 is the 2000 Oklahoma Sooners, the year before uh, that Miami team, right? So who is the, playing on that team? I'm trying to see. Oh, again. Jason White, yeah. Yeah, there you go. And then uh, number 14 is the 2014 Ohio State Buckeyes. So was JT that, Barrett. That was Craig <laughs> Crandall, yeah. also on that team, Sean? The, uh, oh, no, Oklahoma. 2014 Buckeyes was. Yeah, that's was Cardell Jones yeah. came in and played, right? Yeah. Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott's on that team, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, but, uh, go ahead. I was going to say that Oklahoma team was Peterson on that one. Adrian Peterson. Oh, he might've been. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 15, yeah. Uh, number 15 is the 2010 Auburn Tigers. That's Cam Newton, right? Wow. Number yeah. 16, the 2003 uh, USC. This ushered in the liner Bush, uh, Reggie White era. Not Reggie, but uh, yep. uh, yeah, White. Um, number 17 is the 03 LSU Tigers. Mm. Number 18, the 98 Tennessee Volunteers. It's Peyton Manning. Martin. Sorry, yeah. So Martin, that, yeah. Yeah. No, not, not Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Oh, having, yeah, Peyton, Peyton Martin. Yeah, it says Peyton Manning just left. T. So Martin. T. Martin came in. Yep. Uh, number 19, the 2007 LSU Tigers. And number 20, the 2006 Florida Gators. So you got two of them in there. So but that was interesting. But that Miami team wow. was so – wasn't that just like one loaded. of the – Loaded. And they, they put them number three. Yeah. Behind Texas? I think, I think the Texas? fact that they didn't win – the fact that they didn't win the year before the, – the next year kept them out of that quote-unquote dynasty, right, back-to-back. Yeah. Um, but Texas, I mean, that year Texas was good. And that was obviously probably one of the best Rose Bowl games of all oh, time. Right. La- last year, though, a reminder how good that was. I, I watched that again on ESPNU, uh, the Oklahoma-Georgia game last year. But that that Texas-USC game was just a classic. Keith Jackson calling it. Right. Vince Young <laughs> scoring at the end. I mean, on fourth down, it was just – it was classic. I mean, it was such a good game. But I don't know if I'd put that as the – best team in the last 20 years yeah but so, yeah so i thought that was interesting i knew you were uh, the as much as you two love college football uh, to see that come up and i actually heard brian mckinney who was a lineman for that miami game this morning driving to golf with uh, jeremy Shap, and Shap was just giving him crap going you're, you're number three what happened and he goes <laughs> i don't know it's espn just wanted to do that because then people start talking about it you know? <laughs> it's espn just holding yeah. down the u again so it's pretty yeah. funny so well, I'll tell you, there's a couple issues we could cover, but we're not going to. Nah, we'll do, them, we'll do them later. I agree with you, Bill. Let's, let's see what happens with, with kind of the investigations and the, and the shrapnel and the fallout. Um, just, I'll just tease it. A couple issues we're talking about. We're talking about Urban Meyer at Ohio State um, and a domestic violence issue with one of his uh, assistant coaches. And we're also talking about the issue with um, a tweet that went out about um, LeBron James and his um, – presence in the in the um, landscape of politics um from the president so we'll, we'll talk about those on the next episode if they turn into anything else because in our day and age right now guys everything could change by next week's show right so let, let let's head to the head to the week ahead um bill what do you got coming up this week who's um, on the, the podcast by the way let me just let me just say to everyone who's listening oh. to this what a wonderful extended episode with Glenn Sanford. I mean, you could just tell you did not want to end that episode, but you almost felt like you had to for his respect because you would have talked to him for another hour. Oh, easy, easy. Yeah. He, he was such a, he was was so generous with his time. He was so, so engaging. Yeah. You know, and, and respectful and uh, um, pulled back the curtain a little bit and, and was just a really great, great episode. So if you guys did not listen to the episode, I think it's 151. Yeah. Um, go back and check that out with Glenn Sanford. From One, yeah, 152 actually. Yeah. He, he's, okay. he's a amazingly humble guy with, you know, some very um, rough times in his life that he persevered through and worked through and just, uh, you know, and um, just a, he was just a great guy. So I appreciate you saying that really fun episode uh, this week. It's going to be Tiffany McQuaid. I go down to Naples and I sit with Tiffany in her office. She is just doing some crazy good stuff in Naples uh, can't, it's, it, it's, it's a really good episode. That'll be published uh, Tuesday and I'll be in Orlando 
for the Florida State Convention. I'll be um, helping with the RE Bar Camp uh, that they do there with Sean, 1,000 people signed up. Nice. For this. And, and they do it, um, they don't bring in speakers per se. You know, they just have people around the state that are helping facilitate. Uh, and then, Good. then yeah, and then uh, I'll be there for the two-day conference as well. So that's my week. Awesome. Todd, what about you, man? Hey, Sean. Uh, quickly, um, two things. Uh, EPL starts Friday. Manchester City, Leicester City, uh, 3 o'clock. So tune in to... <laughs> Tune in and watch the, uh, the, the toe meeting leather, so uh, proverbially, right? Um, also, I discovered, I know it's last year, but on Amazon Prime Video, it's called All or Nothing. It's uh, a look at the University of Michigan football. I'm on episode three of eight. It's, it's pretty interesting for you sports fans out there to see Jim Harbaugh. And uh, he's kind of a nutty guy, right? But we know this, so it's all good. Um, work-wise, it's, it's uh, business as usual this week. Um, Going to do some travel to South Georgia. And uh, as always, trying to uh, – Follow up on uh, quotes and and, uh, and close some jobs, Sean. Cool, awesome, uh, guys. For me, uh, tomorrow I move my daughter in for her sophomore year at USC. Uh, we'll talk more about the Gamecocks and the and their presence in the SEC. A huge matchup in Week Two versus Georgia. They somehow yeah. get past that one. Everything opens up in the SEC. Um, a lot a lot of enthusiasm going into the uh, season in, in Columbia. Uh, then I head to Knoxville to do a little presentation to. Uh, Century 21 legacy group there. Um, and then um, get ready for a little trip to uh, Nima Colon and then Montana. So we'll talk next week about what's going on in the world of sports, the world of real estate. But guys, let's call it a night. On behalf of Bill Risser, Tom Meiger, I'm Sean Carpenter in Fort Mill, South Carolina t- this week. Thanks for listening to The Stare Down.